Well, I have the shaped head, but the robe doesn't fit. Nor do I, would I be able to adhere to a couple of those rules, so I'm, I'm, this is as far as I'm going to get. <laughs> um, for those of you who are new, I'm sorry you don't need to hear a monk, <laughs> but uh, next time. I, uh, we, we have been uh, conversing uh, about the subject of why we do this and what's the benefit of our practice. And I am always curious uh, in my own life and in my friends' lives, uh, where, does it, where does the practice show up off of the cushion, right? It's like, kind of like when you work out and uh, you, you work out a muscle and really you tear a muscle apart. And then when you leave the gym, it, that's when the benefit of that workout starts to kick in. And uh, I found that the practice is the same for me. So uh, when I say practice, I'll start with my definition. I, I, um, I refer to the practice as not just sitting on this cushion, but uh, being involved in our community here, uh, listening to Dharma talks, um, living mindfully, living in what I would call in a centered place or in my higher self, um, practicing on my inner life. That's, that's what I refer to as the practice in a whole. And um, I just thought it would be cool for us to have a conversation about uh, our practice and how it shows up outside of sitting in here, because I know a lot of you, and we all hang together a lot um, on these cushions, but the truth is sometimes this sucks, uh, and it's really hard, and we keep coming back. And so I have to believe that all of us have a shared experience of it benefiting us outside of here. Otherwise, I don't think I'd keep seeing you, and you wouldn't keep seeing me. Does that make sense? Um, so I have a, uh, a, a long history with uh, the practice and with meditation. I have a semi-unique uh, viewpoint, at least in the Western culture. I uh, was, uh, my parents meditated well before I was born, and they meditated every single day while I was in my mom's womb. Uh, and we meditated as a family every single day for my whole life. That was. Uh, my childhood. That's how I was raised. Uh, to me, it is as natural as breathing. Um, it, it was an uh, awakening for me as I grew up to understand that that wasn't necessarily normal in this culture. Uh, and so I am uh, very fortunate that uh, this is that natural for me, and it has been s such an ingrained part of my life. And um, so I, I actually, when something feels that natural to you, you don't necessarily assess uh, what its benefits are because it just feels so ingrained and innate in who I am. But uh, I think if I was to look back and, and say what has that practice and the practice done for me, um, I can look at my life and see a lot of fruitage from it. Uh, I. Uh, and I debate about this sometimes. I don't consider myself a nice person, but I do consider myself a good person. Um, I tend to, uh, I try to be kind rather than right. Um, I wake up every day working on myself, uh, paying attention to my actions. And, uh, I, I, I think that I've always uh, failed but practiced loving kindness. Uh, I always strive to be in my highest self, and I blow it all the time, and I'm, you know, kind of gross and get messed up and get stuck in my thinking. Uh, but every single day I, I come back home and try to reconnect. Uh, and I have forever. And so my life has uh, a lot of fruitage from that. I, you know, I'm happy a lot. Uh, when I'm not, I'm aware of it. I watch it and I notice it and I can investigate the origins of it. 
Um, so I can't necessarily say, okay, it's this and it's this and it's this as a result of a practice. But the total of my life, I believe, is the product of this practice of, of trying to, to, you know, harness and cultivate an inner life. Um, the interesting part about my experience is that only recently has my practice moved into a community setting. Um, it was always something that was alone, it was mine. Uh, and so I've, uh, you know, always just had it be a part of me, but it's, I've, I've done it alone and meditated alone and practiced alone. And I've, over the years, had friends and, you know, uh, family and done group stuff. And, you know, I've done some workshops and whatever, but primarily it's been a lone thing. I've never found a, a congregation or a, a family uh, until I found the Blue Lotus. And um, so what's fascinating for me is that I am really deeply able to tie uh, my behavior and the benefits of the practice uh, I can point to things in my life now as a result of the community of practice uh, that I couldn't do before. And so I think that, uh, first of all, I'm expressing my gratitude to you all because it's you all that is the community. And now I have this new set of benefits that are directly tied to it. So my appreciation and gratitude for this temple and this space and all of you is, is huge because it's really made an impact. Um, and so I want to just talk about uh, a couple of quick things that I can directly tie it to. And then I'd love to ask you guys to share maybe something where you say, here's how my practice shows up out in the world. Um, the first one uh, that I have is, is uh, uh, this is a very long time ago, before the renovation. And uh, we were, it was a, a Monday night, I think, and um, Bikwini uh, led the meditation and we did, we started to do loving kindness. And, in her talk, she, uh, she said, uh, we need to be our own best friend. And I'm not going to say that I like hated myself or didn't like myself or whatever, but I just never really considered that. And um, it, was, it was really revolutionary to me in its simplicity, and I was like, darn it, why didn't I ever think of that? Um, but the thing is, I got my wife and my best friend actually here, and I, I'm a damn good best friend. I really know how to be a good friend. <laughs> and um, I, it occurred to me, God, I could do that to myself. I could be the friend I know how to be so well and love to be, I could be that to myself. And it's not like I've been awful to myself, but I'd never considered that. And so, um, you know, this was a while ago, and the, the product of that, the results of that have been just tremendous. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things I first noticed was I would be more gentle with myself. I'd be more conscious of getting enough sleep. I'd be more conscious of how I ate. I would, I would, uh, I would do things that were just for myself that no one else knew about. Um, I would order two songs on iTunes instead of one, because uh, I love music. And I would take a longer walk because I was enjoying the breeze. And, uh, you know, I just found a way to, to nurture myself the way I, I would do others. And then, uh, you know, I've had uh, friends a billion times totally blow it and make horrible mistakes and be mean and cruel and whatever, like we all are, right? And uh, I always forgive them. I, I have tremendous forgiveness and compassion. And it occurred to me, if I'm my own best friend, I owe that to myself as well. So. Uh, not only was I gentle, but I started to forgive myself. And so every day I wake up and I blow it, and every day I do something dumb. And 
the practice uh, and that Dharma talk allowed me to start forgiving myself so much faster and laughing at myself and just being aware and noticing my behavior. And for me, awareness just almost instantaneously creates an elevated space to heal. Like, I don't have to work on something, I just have to be aware of it. And so quickly the awareness moves it through me. So that, that's a huge benefit of this practice out in my life. Um, another, another time, uh, I had another real, like, as Oprah would say, an aha moment sitting here in this space where uh, I think, I think Bhante-san was leading the meditation and you know how we do the loving kindness and we like think of our neighbor and our wife and our husband and brother and sister and we wish them, you know, happy, peaceful, well. Well, Hassan had said, uh, he, he, he invited us to recognize when we were, you know, at one point we, we think of our whole sangha here and we wish all of us happiness, peacefulness and wellness, right? And uh, he had said, now remember that that means the whole room is thinking that about you. And, and that really moved me. I was like, oh my God, I can come to this place where even people who don't know me are going to wish that upon me and offer that to me and bless me with that. And uh, that was really, really, really awesome. And so I started a practice after that that, um, that I love. And so in the Happy Peaceful Well thing, I have started to review my prior 24 hours. Um, so so uh, an, a, an example would be, okay, I'm sitting here today, it's 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning, so I dial my head back 24 hours, and I, I, I literally walk through my entire life, every single interaction for the last 24 hours, and I imagine their face, and I wish them loving kindness. And uh, it's, been, it's a really cool practice for me. I just really, really love it. But what happens is, I got this crazy mind, too much coffee. And sometimes I'll get their face and then I'll run a story with them. I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember I did that or I said this. But what happens is, I'm sometimes able to notice behavior. So the other day, uh, Simon and I met here at 5 o'clock in the morning. And so I had the previous 24 hours I had gotten to review that morning. And uh, so I went back to 5 o'clock the next morning. And I was reviewing other people, and, it and sometimes I'll wish the same person happy, peaceful, well, thoughts 20 times, because maybe I interacted with them 20 times in the day. And uh, so my, I have a 16-year-old daughter uh, who is just so wonderful you can't imagine, and just so totally evil you can't even believe. <laughs> and uh, I swear to God. And uh, she, she, so I had seen her face in my practice, you know, 20 times. And we'd had all these interactions. So I kept wishing her this, I kept wishing her this. Uh, and she's uh, 16 going on 17. And for the last couple of years, we have really been struggling. Uh, she is uh, just a textbook teenager. Uh, and all of you parents, don't, I don't need to say another thing, right? Um, and so we've really been working on things like tone of voice and spirit and uh, to know when to talk and when not to talk and how to share your, your you know, righteous wisdom and when to hold it back. And, uh, and uh, I've started calling it that she has these bombs and she has these flowers. And more often, at least around her mom and I, she throws out bombs. Uh, and around the rest of the world, she th throws out flowers. And... Uh, in my review, uh, in noticing her, we've been working on this a lot and she's been failing. It just seems like it's never getting better, never getting better. And I noticed in my review 
uh, and thinking about all the people and thinking of her and wishing her this, I, it occurred to me that wasn't happening as much. I was getting flowers, not bombs. And so I thought, wait a minute, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back a couple of weeks and try to remember all my interactions with her. And, and I went back two weeks and thought, oh my God, there's been a shift here. And so I went home and I, we call it a family council. So I went home and I said, hey, we need to have a family council. So she sits down, she's like totally panic stricken. Because uh, usually yeah, those are negative. <laughs> or, you know, pointing out behavior. And uh, I said, hey, I want to talk to you about your moms and your flowers. That's what we call it. And she goes, oh God, you know. <laughs> and I said, tell me how you think you're doing. And she's quiet for a minute. She goes, well, I just can't believe we're sitting here because I just know I've been, I'm doing better than I've ever been doing. And I said, me too. I said, I noticed it too. I, and I'm sorry I didn't notice it sooner because I actually noticed when I took the time to be mindful, I actually noticed that you've been doing better for a long time. And I just really want to tell you how much that means to me and how proud I am of you. And I wonder, are you aware of, of how you made that shift for yourself and how, you, how you've elevated it into that? And she was aware. And we were able to cultivate her awareness about how she shifted it. But this practice allowed me to slow down and be mindful enough to recognize this incredible shift within her that I believe will be what launches her into the world because those bombs aren't going to get her anywhere, you know. And so that is just a, an enormous example for me of how this practice shows up every single day. And uh, I could name a thousand more, but th those are some really cool ones. So how about for you guys? Unlike Tyler, I'm, I'm fairly new to this community, and um, for those of you who don't know, I drive an hour and a half to get here each time that I come, and it, because it means so much to me. I met Bhante Suhatra, I want to say, in February of last year, still a mutual friend of mine, and just fell in love with him. Yeah. He, for those of you who know him, he has an infectious smile and just such a warm demeanor. And through that, he asked me to, through dialoguing, he found out my background is, you know, fundraising, special events, and he's, you know, shared with me his vision for the temple and how could I, you know, um, interact with him. And that's how I met Tyler, and, um, and Tyler is exactly who he says he is. He's a very up person, and, you know, it's people like him and his wife and daughter that draw people in. So there's been times when I'm, I'll be at home and I'll think to myself, how am I going to get here, you know? I have this planned, and usually I, I, for 12 years I had a standing Saturday morning appointment. All of a sudden, it didn't happen anymore. <laughs> you know, and then I, um, for those of you who were here um, last week, you know that I'm you know, job searching, and um, I now have a part-time job out here in Huntley. So I'm able to come here a little bit easier. I mean, I'm already out here on Mondays, and I'm out here on Saturdays. I go from here to this part-time job so it's amazing how the you know things fall into place um, I feel better when I come here I think I've missed one one time <laughs> it actually was on my birthday because I had a wedding but um, I just love coming here because it's it's I, I get positive reinforcements I feel the love you know um, just having you all send your blessings to me last week the, the gentleman that we you know we wished well reached out to me. I heard from that job, and I have another interview next week, so 
it's truly, you know, I'm, although this, you know, Buddhist culture is new to me, it's, um, I, I still am a Christian and I believe in the power of prayer and I believe in the power of meditation. And I sent, said that to Sam, I sent him a little message on um, Facebook. So if you have doubts and you think that this, you know, you're not sure how this is going to fit in, just, just keep coming. Just give it a chance. Let it fall into place. It's going to be different for everyone. But um, it truly has, has, has changed my life. Who else? Finally, comment on some of your great comments um, about you know wiping the slate clean in the morning and making a new determination because I just need to figure well and blew it. This isn't working, and then the person but you can just give yourself a new day and a new determination, and then putting yourself first. That's always difficult. Very. Thank <laughs> you. 
I could never decide who the worst person is, so yes, that's what's going to make me. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, I can wish myself well again. <laughs> so, anyway, that's fun. <laughs> okay, so this is Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Anybody else? Um, I haven't really shared uh, how I came to this practice. Um, in 2009, uh, <laughs> uh, my wife and I lost a child. Uh, we went to a 30-week um, appointment, had a name picked out, uh, went to our 30-week checkup, and there was just no heartbeat. And uh, I was destroyed emotionally. Um, and I spent a lot of time searching, trying to understand, um, trying to understand what I've done, you know. And I came to this practice, and what it delivered for me in my life was peace for the first time in, I, I couldn't tell you how long. Um, I was able through the practice to accept and to let go and to continue and to care for my son who we already had. Um, and since then we've had uh, a second son um, was beautiful and amazing and because of this um, I'm able to love him even more and you know I mean Bhante Sujata the rest of you all of you I, I don't know where I'd be without him so yeah Thank you. I think, um, for me, and I'm sure all of us have got problems and reasons, and maybe some of us just uh, love coming, but I think most of us probably have something in our lives that we want to say. And for me, I have things and I've got to say. And um, <laughs> I
last night I almost called Matisan and said I'm not doing this because um, <laughs> well, here is my, my concern and I want to state it. I, was, I'm, I get fearful that people seek expectations uh, or results from the practice. And so um, while I know that we all share this, I also know that I have sat here maybe even for months at a time in hell, just completely unable to slow my mind, completely unable to follow my breath. Uh, couldn't give a rat's ass who was loving and kind. And, you know, had all this craziness in my head. Um, and I, I am lucky that for me this is, uh, this is just a behavior that no matter what I'm feeling, I show up here. Um, and so through the total of it, I have so many benefits. But I, I just, I think that it, I, I get scared to, to have all of us share like this because I'm sure there's uh, just as many of us who are sitting here saying, I don't see any benefit today from this and I don't relate to it at all. Yeah, I just want to comment um, that it, it has gentled me up and the, <laughs> the biggest benefit is, for me, is it's a good problem to solve. Like it's an interesting, time-consuming, can take up time in my head, like, you know, how do I get better at meditation? How can I practice this philosophy in a better way? Because I have so much, like, drama around me at work and, and in my, and it's not, you know, some big thing, and sometimes it is a big thing, but it kind of pulls me out of that drama and into, like, a much bigger, more interesting way to use my problem-solving mind, because I think my mind is compelled to solve problems forever. And so, if I get to pick, you know, that's what I feel like this freed me up to like pick a different problem to solve. Cool. With great benefits, Julia, and sometimes not. All right, <laughs> time out. <laughs>